Hey, welcome to another episode of Bros, Bibles, and Beer. This episode is brought to you by Studio, where you can find amazing headphones and earbuds. If you go to their website and make a purchase, put Bros15 for a 15% discount at studio.com. Jeff probably doesn't know no, what denominations I, I, are. I, <laughs> 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 Jeff, have you heard of Lutherans before? Amazing, amazing ability to create and for it to function well and the stuff in outer space. So I don't really question like, did we, did we land on the moon or not? We had to land. Like, how hard is that? But I mean, that's uh, kind to of land like, on the moon when you, th- <laughs> right. When you think of <laughs> Van Allen belt, when you think of past it, <laughs> right. When you think of today, like you land on the moon, what's the big deal? But yes, we had to beat those commies to, we had to beat those commies to the rock. That could have won. The, us the project don't whisper could have won us the war but um, war. we're watching so we're watching first man and my um my is that a new movie it was out a month or month or two ago it's about it's old news it's about the first man on the moon mm. but it's all leading up to that moment but there's these parts where they were sacrificing incredible minds astronauts in the process the like literally they were just one of the um, times they're just going through a a process where there's some astronauts inside a capsule and some electrical goes awry and they're just they're going to be in there for several hours and they're just going to come out and just for practice and going through kind of the build up towards launching and it just combusted it, it combusts and boom you see the hatch just like bulge out and my uh the guy my mom's fiance who's you know connected there he he's like that did happen like and they died there was oh yeah wow he's like there were some terrible things that happened as you're trying to like push the the boundary of you know rockets and going into space and you have no idea like what to expect like could we send you know rats could we send monkeys could you know could we build up to this and will we even Will will we react the same way that those those animals um, or rodents would? I don't know if we sent rats, but you gotta be careful though with the rockets because you don't want to run into the spotlight. <laughs> There's our conspiracy theorist. <laughs> None of it happened. None of it. So the lead up to this, we're, we're not going to go into it, but apparently before I press record, we found out Jeff has family that doesn't think the moon landing happened. Right. And I think, actually, it's possible it didn't. Well, no, it's possible. I'm open to the possibility, possibility that they faked some of the pictures for purposes of propaganda. And there's a whole lot of people that talk get about this. Shit together. There's a whole lot of people there that talk about There were two movies that tease it. Uh, Interstellar and another one that I'm blanking on. Same year. 
that mention the first moon landing being fake. And I thought, ooh, is this like pop culture trying to introduce the idea of like declassifying documents mm. where the first one like was we really just need propaganda. to find out what's true. I mean, that seem that doesn't seem hard to believe that we would do some propaganda against the Soviets that just it just becomes part of the zeitgeist that Oh, and it actually makes us better. Not only did we uh, beat them in the Cold War, but we beat them with fakery. Don't whisper, project. <clears throat> yeah, we beat them with fakery, and we didn't even have to spend a hundred thousand dollars on Russian Facebook ads. <laughs> Suck it, Putin. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> where were we? I don't know. Well, I th- I think it's uh, um, to you know the idea of uh, us going into space, us getting to Mars, us like what's the whole purpose? I mean, it could. I mean, initially, it's just we got to beat the commies to the moon, first into outer space, then you know to the moon, and then I don't know five laps around the moon. Uh, <laughs> you know, let's get to Mars. Is this just another Tower of Babel, Scott, to make it biblical? But not too long, Jeff. I let's, mean, let's go. With don't want to. Don't want to no, take go the life it. out of you, Jeff. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. Anything that anything that man could put their mind to. They're gonna. They can do now. I mean, they've gone past uh, past Babel. We've gotten higher than Babel. Higher than Babel. We've reached up to the heavens, at least the second heaven. And uh, ooh, second heaven. And that's been what do you mean by second heaven? Well, they're the. Well, I'm interested. The three heavens. Oh, the okay. Sky. Continue. Okay, the, that the doesn't. Sky. Okay, p- pretend Jeff and I know nothing about this. Um, I'm sure the listeners all know. Go ahead and teach us. What are the three for levels of heaven? For heaven's sakes, tell us about these three heavens. Well played. <laughs> okay, yeah. So for the listener... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, for the listener, well, Paul, I think he... I think it was Paul who said at one point, he said that he knows someone who was caught up to the third heaven. And I, I think that's a reference to the common un- Jewish understanding of... That almost thr- sounds like Scientology. <laughs> he was in the, you know, the third heaven of the triangle. <laughs> Sorry. But that the three, the three heavens are that the sky would be the first heaven, like our, you know, yep. our, our yeah, sky. Yeah, I know what and the sky is. the atmosphere right. would be the second heaven, atmosphere and beyond, and then the third heaven would be heaven, heaven. Okay. Like God's dwelling. Yeah. Was there an evolving picture, though, too? Because I've also heard that the idea of heaven being up was not like second temple Judaism. They would, heaven was like, was close. It was just veiled. And so you'd have places where it would connect with earth, like behind in the Holy of Holies. So it wasn't like heaven was distant into space or up there. It just, it wasn't accessible, but to a few in a certain spot, I think. And I think that's fairly legitimate. Like, yeah, I'd have to see some references on that. I think the I, idea I'm of having a, going up is right yeah, is kind of like a uh, a gr- uh, sorry yeah, mythology I, or Greece Athens Platonic. Uh, well, I is mean, that a when, thing? Well, Platonic idea so, uh, that we always yeah that we're always looking to the heavens, right? But yeah, well, okay, so um, great. <laughs> Does that have anything to do with? <laughs> sure. Where Where is heaven? What you're talking about? Where, well, if you're if we're talking about hev- uh, heaven in general, okay, yeah. Um, wh- wh- where heaven is spatially, who knows? It could be here in this room. It's just we're not a, a, we can't perceive like it's it. Some of the realms, so oh, many oh, dimensions. Okay, another dimension. Okay, yeah. Okay, fine. Interstellar. Okay, fine. 
There are there are Inception. some. <laughs> My grandmother's watching us right now, cheering us on. Um, God rest I, her soul. I, I, I don't. I don't think it's a mistake though. To uh, I didn't say it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, Jesus when he prays, he looks up. Um, you have Stephen when he's being stoned, he looks up and, and prays to the Father in heaven. What if uh, it was Stefan? We got it wrong the whole time. <laughs> um, so it's it's sure it, it, it heaven is yeah most likely another dimension that we can't per- well it definitely it's gotta we, be definitely we can't perceive it. Um, I'm just saying that I gotcha. It's the conceptual the conceptual aspect is is it kind of like the spiritual like we have spiritual warfare like there's something that we can't right. see right you can. Feel it definitely. Oh, definitely. You can't see it definitely, and there there are a, there are a few examples of that. Sometimes um, you can smell it, like right um, now. I think it was Joshua. I think it was Joshua when they they leave Egypt and when Israel leaves Egypt, and they uh, they they go to spy out the land, and uh, they go they they look and everyone that's with I think it's Joshua. They they look and they go all oh, the the they're they're too many. The, you know, then our enemies are too many. But Joshua, he sees like the angels of the Lord, and the other people don't see it that are with them. The like spies. angel armies type of thing. Yeah, Chris yeah. Tomlin was there. <laughs> a pre, well, yeah, a, just, a pre-incarnate yeah. Chris Tomlin. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. Previously incarnated Chris Tomlin. Yeah. So stuff like that. And that then, perfect and five, then in Daniel, five o'clock shadow. And then in Daniel, you Tender have voice. Uh, when Daniel is soccer mom feels uh, safe around him. <laughs> So it was like praying, a, it was like a concert. Yeah. There was a concert goers. It was an ar- it was an angel army that was at the Chris Tomlin concert. Yeah, and the, but nobody saw it except Joshua. Do you know the song we're right. referencing? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna sing it in three, two, two one. no. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, I was so ready to dude, go. Jeff, I love that you're looking at me like, are we doing this? We're gonna <laughs> yeah. do this. I'm ready. And I bailed. All right. No, you're you're right. Scott. Wait, let him continue. Well, I thought you had a I'm few more things. I'm worried about how long it's going to take. Okay, all right. Well, I, I, I want to. I do want to get back to the, you know, why we are always searching, going places, mm. and and, you know, I'm looking at your smashing pumpkins, um, my songbook, yeah. melancholy and the infinite sadness, yeah, and the song word infinite, the. Just the idea of going on forever. I've watched a few science programs that just, they, I don't know. I'm like, they don't have satellites out there that brought those pictures back. But it's like the, they, they make it look like satellites went so deep into space and found other, you know, tons and tons of galaxies. And I'm like, okay, they're, it's kind of pawning that off as like, reality while we know there's so much out there and there's i mean millions and millions of galaxies um just from looking out in the stars the most powerful telescopes uh, we know there's so much out there but the idea of telling people like there could be people here i mean okay but it's the idea of like is that the purpose now of going out into space to find more than what exist here on earth and why do we do it i mean do you, yeah. a lot of reasons well just but what, curiosity what's a, i think a lot of people are curious like sure you, the more you learn about totally. how big it is 
And if you're into that and you're aware of things and you discover that there's, wait, there's other, there's planets that appear to be within like the, what is the life belt? What's the word for it? Like a certain orbital range from a sun is like a fertile zone that has a name where life can exist. And you discover that, that there's like almost countless planets with that potential. Right. Um, coupled with some some assumptions, like I know a lot of our audience probably doesn't buy into evolution. It's probably a mixed bag. But if you do buy into evolution, the idea of the way, the way we think life started here, according to that model, <laughs> just like that. There was this pile of goo, and it was making this weird gurgling sound that sounded like... I was thinking whatever Jeff just did. <laughs> Wait, I did that? Yeah, and you can That's out. our resident monkey. Oh. Buddy. So anyways, if, if, that's, if that's how life... If you think that's how life starts, and you see all these stars and with planets, or countless planets orbiting them with the pen, potential for, given the numbers, life has got to happen in some form, even if it's not life like we are, who knows what kinds of life there could be. Uh, it's The potential is almost limitless from that perspective. So that could drive a lot of curiosity. Yeah, I do, uh, totally. I do find it, well, so much curiosity. Even from a different yeah. perspective, you could do probably... Do you have a different reason of why we go out and try and you know go out into space? I, I think man is infinitely curious um, so pretty much the same as Zach yeah but I do I do, I do find I do find it odd that we are spending a, a whole bunch of money to go further and further out uh, when we should be building more arcs on this earth right that's what you were well, gonna say well yeah when we <laughs> we, uh, we have you know homeless just homeless and yeah, whatnot okay. uh, you know uh, wh- why why go further and further um we're on a mission. Yeah. We're on a mission to the unknown, to the... To potentially colonize another planet. It is crazy when you think... Like when Possibly. you mentioned homelessness, the estimates to get... To eliminate homelessness and the estimates to provide clean water to everybody in the world is doable within a few people's net worth. <laughs> a few individuals' net worth... I know it's more complicated than that, the, like how it gets distributed, what where the money goes to exactly. I know it's super complicated, but the dollar estimates, if you could translate that to pure, like, here's some water we got you, and it, we can get you this forever. Money isn't an issue. It shouldn't be an issue ever for those types of things. Like, mm-hmm. you could still have the space program and... St- well, see, that's what, so that's where I'd make, I'd, I'd make a... D- uh, there's a difference there. You have individual net worth. That's their money. They've earned it. Right. Uh, when we have the government, when we the people can vote yeah. on stuff like this, right. we can go, hey, government, stop spending money on the space program. What I'm not and saying do is something take, domestically. Take, right. Jeff Be- take Jeff Bezos' wealth and give it to the homeless. We can't compel individuals, but we can compel right. the government. That's not, yeah. We see that in France right now. That's not what I was saying, but I was just saying, just in pure dollars, like when you look at how much money, what our def, the deficit is in America and how that's growing, the, the money to solve hunger problems and homelessness is much smaller than that. Like it's, it's, it's right, yeah. really sad when you think about it in that respect. So yeah. that was my point. And so that's why I don't, well, 
I mean, I'm saying it because I don't, I don't like people complaining that, oh, you know, taxes are too low for the rich. Or well, they, take money from a program and shift it to some other program, and we have that option. Yeah, it's the it's the Titanic. Uh, you can't. I mean, you can't move the Titanic rapidly. Right. I mean, it's like you know, one degree of of change takes a whole lot, and there's and that's because there's so many people plugged into jobs and retirement, and if that stops, I mean, it'd be like if if Ford or GM went out of business. Uh, Too late. That, right. Right. <laughs> Tesla might be the undoing of the American car companies as we know it. In a few years, people listen to this. Scott Holbert was a prophet. <laughs> he was a prophet. Done. <laughs> well, no. So you, yeah, you could say, hey, all we got to do is this. Be like, yep. And you put, you know, 40,000 people out of jobs that are good paying jobs which are also tied to retirement funds. And all of a sudden, those people actually supported another group of, or another industry. And it just, there could be, you know, it's a domino effect. Uh, I don't know if, if it would be, or if it is. Uh, I, I do know in some, in some form, like in the teaching profession, um, things have to move slowly. And if, they, and if they don't, then you can throw everything off quickly uh, especially with it's like a version of culture shock. Oh, like if totally. change happens too quickly, It'd be a revolution, or even like the deconstruction that's going on that seems to be pretty popular in Christian circles. If you give somebody too much information counter to where they're at, right, they, right, they will dig in and reject it wholesale, yeah, regardless of how like ironclad your facts are. Right. I, I guess deconstruction is the wrong term. It's just anytime somebody's views. Are countered with facts that are like diametrically opposed to what they what's in the fiber of their being, they're going to reject it without even giving whatever it is. Yeah. It's just human nature. Well, and I I guess <laughs> going back to the uh, uh, the jobs thing, uh, like the question I guess would be should those jobs or the, that pension uh, should that pension be there in the first place? Mm. Um, We're going to so, do policy uh, if. But those things were contracts years ago. Today, people are like, "This isn't, you know, this isn't fair." These, you know, the these retirement funds are astronomical for fire, police, teachers. And, but those were contracts. That was actually a part of pay when the contracts came out. We were talking about space, and you mentioned well, astronomical. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, sure, but but that, that's what I'm saying is should I'm, I, I I'm saying that maybe they shouldn't have. Created those contracts, but they the, did. Uh, whether right. whether whether or not they did, I'm saying that they maybe maybe they shouldn't have. Mm. And just because they did doesn't mean that we need to continue with those types of contracts because they they can't continue. It's gonna it's bankrupting uh, the go- the federal government and it's bankrupting local governments as well as state governments. We're seeing that it's all coming to a head, kind of. Right now, <laughs> I mean, you uh, you're still so this you're still dead set on the end of the world. So this is great, not, not the end of the and world. Hold on, you believe that we're definitely maybe even in a recession and going towards. If not, we're very close. I, I I'm not even I'm, I'm not even going that far right now. I'm just saying. 
Well, okay, sure, sure. <laughs> I, I knew. I it. think we're very close. <laughs> we're in a great flippity flop I in think, Scott's mind. I think we're very close to that. But um, let's get back into no, right now, the Bible and God and going into uh, space and searching right, for right the people now, that He put somewhere else. Uh, right now, there there are uh, pension programs that are bankrupt. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. I mean, this is an, an actuality that that municipalities. There's a lot of are, robbing are, Peter to pay Paul going facing. on in the government. They, they're they're all underfunded. Um, okay, and that's what happens when you guarantee returns. Okay, the whole point is that it's really difficult to move <laughs> things. I know. Oh, so we well, should like, Scott, you can't start, shift. Yeah, you well, can't shift. Start now. You cannot shift things. This yeah. is great. It so, needs to start now. Okay. Now, <laughs> is this something you want to like? We stopped recording. I'm not sure what happened. Go ahead, Scott. I'm just saying. I'm, Are you? It's, oh, go, no. You went go back. Ahead, you went back and started from where it's it fried like, originally. Yes. You got none of me punching Scott in the face and him kicking me in the nards. I'm sorry. Speaking of repentance, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't get you uh, audibly kicking him in the balls. You know what? We're good friends. Next time, say taint, and I accept your apology. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Scott. Uh, yeah, what's up? Anything else you want to say about that? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not I'm not upset that's, that that you're saying that we need to go on to something else. I'm just saying that it's it's already it's already been said. So, yeah, let's it tra- we can transition in it away, but it doesn't have to be uh like abrupt like that. Why like, not? Stop saying that. So it did have a, a segue. We were talking about space and going on missions, and we're talking about going on literal spatial missions, <laughs> going to spread the gospel to, to Mars, to literal, literal planetary terra firma missions. Yes, for the good Lord, uh, for and, our Lord and Savior. But teaser. But we'll talk about that missionary later. <laughs> oh yes. And I would, I would By love. By missionary, we're not talking styles. I, I would love to have something more entertaining than Scott and myself going back and forth. So, okay, well, do you have anything besides a foamy glass of beer? This is a homebrew. It's a red ale with pumpkin spice. Uh, the Inglorious nope, Pastor. Nope, no, no, Scott no. sent it. Five, five words. Five words. Foamy. <laughs> Toasty, robust, spicy sexuality. Was that four? That was four. That's good. In my mouth. One word. <laughs> if I don't put spaces in between them. In my mouth. <laughs> Sexuality in my mouth. Hashtag in my mouth. I, no, I would want to... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Neuter me uh, in this. Again. All right. Scott, are you okay? Fine. No, I, I know you're fine. You're always fine. But are you going to carry that theological baggage? It's not theological. <laughs> Can you let go of that? Don't hold it against me. I don't know why you would. I was trying I to explain to me. that. I, Jeff. I was I was trying to explain that, but I now if we go around it, if I bring it up again, then oh, that's my fault. Yeah, again. then it's yeah. over, and I'll press a bunch of buttons. <laughs> well, hey if there's guys. some connection, then fine. Let's talk about drinking before we get to mentions missions. It's biblical drinking. I think they were drinking yeah. some non-alcoholic grape juice. <laughs> Jesus knew how to throw a heaven of a party with some non-alcoholic juice. Satan? Does anybody still do that, Scott? Does anybody still say that Jesus didn't turn water into alcoholic wine? Oh, yeah. 
Definitely, yeah? sure. Wow. What percentage would you put on that? Oh. I have nothing to back it up, so maybe you can say like any number. Ten. Okay. There was nah, a, maybe more, maybe 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 a quarter. There a quarter of Christians. Uh, a qu- a quarter. Yeah. Maybe. There was a, a second translation to the water into wine, and I think it was water into Welches. They knew it started with a W. They just weren't certain. So I believe it was it was grape Welches. And I agree. Um, and it was it was the con- juice. It was Concord, definitely Concord grapes. There's an asterisk by it that does say Concord, right? But you can only find that at the very bottom of the yeah, label. Yeah, if you look at your Bible, it's it, there's an asterisk, and at the bottom it says may not be in all transcripts. Mm. Right. Welch's some earlier Grapes manuscripts, some earlier <laughs> right? And that. and when you know Jesus' mom, you know, was like, "We'll bring out the good stuff." Please call her her holiness. Then at the bottom, if you had actually been able to push over the big, what was it like a a gigantic carafe or a something? Barrel. A barrel. In the bottom, it did say it had the Welch's it was logo. Branded on, yeah, yeah Welch's, Welch's Concord. Total. Oh, I can almost totally. see it now. I mean, it was the beginnings of Concord Welch's. The picture you're painting with your tongue is incredible. Is it? It's <laughs> like I can taste the grape juice. I can too. All right, who drinks? Who drinks the most? Wait, who drinks the most? Oh, great. Yeah. We got some questions here. Lifeway Research. Wait, uh, Lifeway? Lifeway. The book, the bookseller? Yeah. Uh, kind of a uh, just a Christian I used publisher? Lifeway a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, new survey found that... Uh, wait, okay. It's Lutherans. It's Despite changing modern attitudes about alcohol, most American church-going Protestants still abstain entirely. Like right away, I'm thinking like, okay, a decent chunk are lying. Okay, one you more. You got a Christian one publisher more. asking me if I drink or not? Yeah. No. One more run through. Give me one more. Despite changing modern attitudes about alcohol. Because they're more liberal. Americans, we just drink yeah. so much. Most American church-going Protestants still abstain entirely. They've released the findings. That sounds so sinister. Is there of a new survey that found that what percentage never drink at all? What percentage of American church-going Protestants never drink at all? Oh, wow. Just go for it. There's no prizes or penalties. Maybe I'll tase you. Yeah, I was going with 25%. Uh, 25%. I'm going to go with 14%. 14% never drink at all, according to them. Oh. Scott? Yeah, probably a quarter. Quarter? 25%? Yeah. Wow, you guys suck. Fifty-nine percent say what? they never drink at all, which is why I say thirty-three percent of those people are lying, <laughs> based on my own internal studies, <laughs> which are robust. That's a ten percent decline in the last ten years. So sixty-nine percent—that was ten seven years ago. Out of ten said they didn't drink at all of American Protestants. I would wow. love to know what part of the population that they were asking. Among 18 to 34-year-olds, they are split 50-50. All right. Now, denominationally, the vast majority of churchgoers believe that the Bible is against drunkenness. 87%. Spoiler alert. Many are okay with drinking in moderation. Among denominations, blank drank the most. Lutherans. Next, we got to let Jeff... 
Jeff probably doesn't know no, what I, denominations I, I, are. I, I, <laughs> 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 Jeff, have you heard of Lutherans before? <laughs> Jeff, did you know that your church is, Martin is a Luther? part of a denomination? <laughs> or Lutheran. What say that again? Did you know that your church is a part of a denomination? Yes. Oh, okay. I just, what? The, I just asking a, a question. Jeff. I think we're a part of the uh, the ca- Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> the refor- the reformers. And that's when Jeff lost his overseership. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll just say yes. Lutherans drank the most. My wife got that right too. She By grew, the way, regarding the overseer, I'm I'm just I'm break the mold on the overseer thing. I you think you really did. You I really did. did. It's already it's already a past. I've just heard stories that at um, at least one Lutheran university, the uh, they have a they have a pub on campus, and in between classes, students go to the pub, and as they should. Professors amen. are there drinking with them. So. Yes and amen. That is a tagline for a different podcast that I'm not sure if they're still going or not, but if they are, cheers. All right. There's a reformed podcast. Actually, All right, let's keep it going. Let's keep it. We don't need to talk about these people who are failing. Yeah. Let's go. Quitters. <laughs> failing. <laughs> Quitters. They were in the top 200 in iTunes, the coveted 200. So Lutherans, yes. Lisa, my wife, grew up Lutheran. We got married in a Lutheran church. We are not Lutheran, but they know how to drink. That is for sure. Yeah, Luther had Luther had a uh, taste for the uh, the old uh, alcohol there. Yeah, and in fact, when he would have a few too many, that's when the anti-Semitism would come out. <laughs> and I, yeah, his, wasn't his wife a brewer or something? I don't, I don't know. know. I think she was a part of the Brewers Association of America. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, of America. So among uh, Lutherans, drank the most with seventy six percent regularly, regularly drinking. Said like a good Lutheran, man. <laughs> slurred through that. Lahayim to life. <laughs> the second biggest drinking denomination is Jeff. Ooh. Just say a word. Catholics. <laughs> oh wait a second. Not bad. Oh, but wait, this wait, is wait. amongst Protestants. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Um. I bet Catholics. I mean, technically, they drink wine for communion. As our good Lord intended, so no, my mom's 100% a Catholic. Catholics my mom's a Catholic. Drink. All our friends are Catholics, and they're uh, Irish um, Catholics. Amongst, and, yeah. do you have another word that is associated with Protestantism? Um, what's? Give me some options. Is there an umbrella of uh, what's under Protestant? Oh man, they Pre- don't bring Presbyterian, it. Methodist. Keep it going. Probably, probably Church of Christ. Um, Baptist is Nazarene. Nazarene would be... Oh, the Baptists are the ones that lie and say they don't drink. (laughs) Uh, That's my opinion. I'm sure there are are others. Uh, I'll go with Calvary Chapel's a denomination. Uh, I'll I'll just save it. Okay, go. Um, Where does Sarah Heath pastor? Is she United? Presbyterian? No, I'm sorry, United Methodist? Yep. So the Methodists are second place, wow. uh, second biggest Surprising. drinking denomination out of Protestants with sixty-two percent. Assemblies of God Pentecostal, Assemblies oh, God, yeah, uh, drink the least with twenty-three percent ever drinking alcohol. Ever drinking alcohol? Wow! If that's the question, have you ever drunk alcohol? And twenty-three percent say yes. There was that one time at band camp. Mm. Assemblies of God. It does be... mention Baptists, thirty-three percent. Yeah. Yeah, they might be. Uh, yeah, those are the people that are like drink. Included amongst those are 
ranging from a lot of like Holy Spirit, like gifts of the Spirit, which can be um, sensible to the average American Christian, and it also goes to drinking snake poison, I think. Am I out of line, Scott? I don't know which... That might be Church of Christ. I don't know. I, 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 don't, know. I don't know. I don't know who does this thing. Who knows? Correct us and retract us. Some white people in the okay, South. Okay, little... little uh, we're going to insert this here. First time drinking. First time this. drinking. Oh, uh, high where, school. Where Where were you? Oh, man. Who gave it to you? I don't know. Where'd don't you remember. get it? I was so drunk. Uncle Bob? No, I remember a friend of mine came... You're, Pimping beer outside lunch. the Seven Eleven. I was a junior. He was a senior. A friend of mine came back from lunch. He grabbed my shoulders and started shaking me, and he had the biggest smile on his face. Yeah. Did and, he have? And he said, verbatim, "Oh my god, I'm fucking drunk. It's amazing." <laughs> oh he was so happy. Oh my god. He was gleeful, and that's when I said, "I want what he has." <laughs> Are you serious? Kinda. And did you? Man, kind of. You, or was that just an impression that was given to you, and you're like, the next opportunity... Zach's still searching for that level of happiness. <laughs> yeah. That's why he drinks every day. I'm chasing the dragon okay, every so, single day. So you were a junior, 16, 17? Yes, 16, 17. Okay. okay. And drunk, first time? He, that first time? He... He no, was. Oh, you, my first you. time? That's what I'm asking. I don't remember my first time, which is, I know, counter. You were so drunk you, you always can't remember, remember your first? No. I think I probably got a buzz, and it felt great, because when it's a new feeling, it just, it does feel amazing. I guess everybody's different. You, you might, some people that are more on the depressive scale, they, they could go the other way. You have lovers and fighters. Yeah. I'm a sensitive lover. Jeff, and I will show you later if this keeps going well. Okay, we'll edit but, that out. <laughs> I need to put that button on there. All right, edit that out. Yeah, that's better than when I don't I remember. Say. I don't remember my first, but it was in high school, and I, I don't, I never got into binge drinking, but it, there yeah. would be. We would find ways to get alcohol, and I would have a few here and there. Oh my god, I had all kinds good. of football buddies that man, binge drinkers. Yeah. After the game, Friday night, about 11 o'clock, they would just plant themselves, like face plant, like free fall, dead fall. Boom. (laughs) Linebacker down. Couldn't take him down in the game. He just smashed, you know, the running back. But when it came to drinking, that took him out. Took him out. Scott, first time drinking, first time drunk. High school, probably juniors. Okay. Probably senior. Yeah. Yeah. What was the drink? Just beer? Mississippi mud. Ooh. Okay. All right. What is that? Rum? No, no not rum. It's, uh, uh, col- some, it's uh, a black and tan. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You know how so, so technically a black and tan generally is done where you mix bass ale, like a pale ale mm-hmm. with a with a stout. So it's bass and Guinness. Then you pour one, then you pour the over the spoon, there's like a technique, and then the beer separates and you got a black and tan. Ah, uh, yes, I've seen that. Looks really cool. Overrated. Because the first couple of sips, you get the top layer, which I think is the tan, the black part. I have no idea. Man, I should know. Is it more of a? I don't drink it because it's overrated. Because eventually, it, it all just kind of mixes it's together. It's like a novelty that it's and you have a darkish beer, tan, right? Yeah, the idea it's of muddled. It, the idea is cooler than the application, right? Totally. And Mississippi Mud is just a dark beer that's kind of based on mixing those two styles. All right, it's not actually split. Okay. Well, I was 11. I was shit-faced. And uh, in the shower. Let's move on. Wow. All right. 
All right. Well, it does say, so real quick to make this biblical, it does say most, 87% think are, think drunkenness is a sin or a problem. Um, it's weird. I understand that can be defined different ways. In that respect, I'm shocked. It's not like 100% of Protestants yeah, think drunkenness is a problem. It is weird. Because my my bar is different than Scott's bar for drunkenness, but what is drunkenness to you? When is drunkenness a problem? Is it is it a moment? Is it a habit? Like the Bible, I, what's the verse? Like don't be given to drunkenness. Definitely, don't, definitely don't be, dr- be drunk on the Holy Spirit. Not right. De- definitely, if it's habitual. Well, there's another Whatever. like being drunk on the Spirit. Like you, you want that to just become a habit. Like it's just it's second nature. So that would. You know, be the same with. Is that where being I drunk. see I see three of you, but they're all just holy and lit up. <laughs> uh, not I see your aura. I well, see the spirit of God flowing through you. If that does happen, oh, oh, I see on the when you're not drunk, you just no, I'm drunk in the spirit. Okay, well, that's what I mean. Oh no, you cert- you'd be yes. more clear. You'd be a, you'd be the complete opposite of when you're alcoholic drunk. But I would say. One time is is too much. I mean, to be drunk, um, so you could be an alcoholic, but to be drunk one time is uh, okay. It's dangerous. So, follow up question, and then Scott can piggyback. Say you, you've drunk, you've drinking. Sure, you've drunk, drank, drunked. You drank. Y- yes, you, Scott, you drunked. You drunk too much one time. In that sense, do you think it's like, oh my God, I'm in sin? Or looking back, I was in sin then. Or is it like what's going on when it's happening? Uh, is that no, different? No. I've never been like out of my faculties, like uh, drunk to the point, like drank so much. I won't say drunk, but have had so much to drink that... I am. Do you remember accusing your fellow men's group members of being Muslim? Well, I could say you were that. yelling. At I them. could say that with a clear <laughs> state of mind. <laughs> if I was just searching for so a you, laugh, you'd you only say that if you're Muslim. <laughs> you're Muslim. <laughs> Wait, are we getting to something at the core uh, of somebody's? I was not there for that. Uh, what, uh, <laughs> did I? Did this? I crush someone's? Spirit, I think those do words I were need used. to repent? Uh, do I need to apologize to someone? That's funny. <laughs> no, no, I really yeah, want to know. The whole men's group. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, you were being. You're just you being know a me. I like. You know, I just like to. Oh, oh really? Okay. This. Scott, okay, there's a difference. Scott's asking for more beer. This Wait, is homebrew. It's not IPA. Red ale with pumpkin spice. Okay, oh, it's your homebrew. Yeah, it's sexuality no, in your mouth. Never mind that. Okay. okay, there's a difference because your your word <laughs> your word there, Zach, a jackass. Like that's actually being not nice. Oh, are you rebuking me? No, I'm asking. I mean, was was I in a state that you're like Jeff's being a total? You were asshole. You were accusing people. I think there was just some weird. It would. The argument doesn't matter. There was a discussion going on, and to be hyperbolic, you started just telling okay. people they were... I, I don't remember the context, but I think you were just being... It was like dudes being dudes in a way that's nobody was offended by you. Now, wow, this really sounds like I had a moment if there was a Muslim in the room. 
which just proves you don't remember it. So you were hammered off your ass. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he really wasn't. He should still be an overseer. Our, no. Oh, my God. Can we get off of that? Okay, we'll edit that out, but we won't. No, but my, my I guess my thought pattern is... You don't say we won't. Then it's not funny. Okay. Then we won't not edit that out. <laughs> we, we're definitely going to edit all that out. Okay. Just say you did it before you were nervous. I, I think a lot of Christians... Inter- We've mentioned this before. What is, it, what is it if you call... I'm like, you Muslim. Is Muslim negative? Is that a, Yeah, is that offensive? What are you saying, Zach? Oh, no. Now you caught me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Like, I'm... No, I'm I don't trying... know what you meant, but you just... You s- it was but just somehow funny. you just took it as um, American negative. Oh, negative. back on yeah, That's right. Okay. Let's yeah. get him. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Muslim-phobic? <laughs> now I don't know what to believe. Thank you, Zach. I guess my question is, and maybe Scott can chime in. Yeah, you said Drunkenness that before. is, I think to a lot of people, it appears that it was to Jeff, generally drinking too much, getting drunk is what it was in mind. And uh, is that what's in mind for you when it says to avoid drunkenness? Because Scott, you and I have gotten drunk together. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Duh. I've gotten drunk by myself too. Uh, yeah, um, pray for that. It it's well, it's it's both. It's you should not be drunk ever, um, and you should not live a life of drunkenness as as a as a daily or habitual uh, practice. Two but, things that might be true. Also, they might not be true. Is that a riddle? Just blow your guy's mind. <laughs> I don't know what to believe. No. Because I, I don't, I'm not sure it's saying don't ever have, like, because the bar of getting to, like, being drunk is different for every person. Did We all would probably agree that the writer wasn't saying, okay, two and a half drinks for women, three and a half for men. You're done. Then you're, right. then you've gone into drunkenness. So, right. There's like a little bit of wisdom involved, maybe. Yeah, the wisdom is don't get drunk and be sober in the spirit. Because if you're drunk on wine, uh, you can't be led by the spirit. You're you you you're not in control of your faculties. Okay. So whatever drunkenness is, and yes, it'd be different for individuals mm-hmm. or on an in, on on an individual basis. Uh, don't yeah, don't do that. Right. And because you're not in control and. In Jeff's case, that's we're talking thing. three individuals. Like not right being now. in control. That's why I say one time is dangerous because that one time you could end up, yeah, committing a, a there adultery. A or lot of like, yeah, a lot oh, of lives calling people are changed forever. Terrible things by yeah. one certainly one night of drunkenness. Getting in the car and yeah, mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. King- kingdoms have risen and fallen based on. Yes. Power and yes. boozing and making decisions on the booze, adding yes. women to the the equation where you just you ne- never take add that. women to your drunkenness. Oh, good grief! I mean, well, from a dude's perspective, say a ruler, like women, the love, the inappropriate, like this, I will have this women has has like sunk kingdoms. It's so crazy. Yeah, don't drink around. Don't drink around women. 
Wow. Unless you're American, then it makes you now part of good, funny pop culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're and women, president or something. And women, don't drink around guys. Yeah. <laughs> I would... Yeah, don't, because things uh, are going to happen, and it's not the guy's fault. That's what Scott said. So, yeah, Jeff, I agree. Drunkenness. Drunken, drunk one time, man, that could, that could do you in. Yeah, that, how about you? Time. Potential. Yeah, that's a good question, Jeff. I'm glad you asked. I will say um, that it, it varies for per person. Like, wisdom is key. It's ideal if you don't get drunk. But the point of it isn't like, you you had a great time. Maybe you had a couple too many, and you wake up the next morning in shame. It's it's like what what is if you overindulge, what what is the fruit of that? I think is the heart. Like, and if you're habitually overindulging, if the fruit that that bears, well, for one, if you're damaging your body, that's a, that's not great. And B if the fruit that it bears is consistent like strife or negativity or slander or whatever, if it's not bringing the fruits of the spirit, then you got to check yourself. But I don't think it's a call to like, Oh my gosh, I I definitely went over my limit for the night. Now I need to repent and ask for forgiveness because I'm in sin. But because if you're not using it for sin, like if it's like you're a little Mm -hmm. bit over the top and you know, you're, We've had some of the greatest conversations when we probably had one more, two or three more than we would on an ideal basis, but the fruit of it is great bonding and friendship and and love and Okay, I, then we we, we, then we need to get some more we need to get some more suds up <laughs> yeah, here right now. Yeah, I would now. I would All right, um, go to the kegerator. That's I what, would look at a maybe an additional aspect um or you know whatever you want to call it is that you shouldn't um, you should I'll stay. I'll take it in the back end, like that. Potentially, <sighs> it could happen if you get if you drink too much. Definitely, and yeah. if you're not prepared for it, it's yeah. You know, just be careful. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I would say I would say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds like some commercial so you or infomercial. <laughs> you, sorry, or what is what are those called? The more you know, <laughs> it was like be on the regular TV yeah. stations. Yeah. Bling, bling, I, I would say, um, I, I think it's more of stay stay as far away from that as you can. Don't don't like don't run up right right up to the line. Why tease that pit bull? Yeah, <laughs> don't, there's don't, some wisdom. In don't that. get close to it. Um, I, I think that's a gotcha. I think that's a better posture than um, than potential fruit of. Better conversations when you've had a little bit more than you mm, should yeah. have. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm just yeah. gonna leave that there. What do you think? Let's know. All right, <laughs> moving on, Jeff. When missions misses the mark, remember we had that episode with John Chapman? Yes, it was a long time ago. That was a long, long time ago. We had John Chow. You want to open that, Scott? Do you want more IPA? Do you That's want a Scotch that? ale? It's got a great see kilt Take lifter. That. Oh, oh! This is what Mister Fabay left. Bob Fabay. Bob, we are drinking your kilt lifter, buddy. Appreciate Thanks you, man. He was yeah. just—he was just—he was yeah. in the suburbs uh, you know outside yeah. Paris. Right? I will say, yeah. Both him and his wife shared on Facebook freely. Mm-hmm. Shared the episode. It was great. Bob, 
appears to really appreciate us. What got cut out of his episode was at the end where he said, hey, I might be in town next week. Mm -hmm. Do you guys want to get a beer? He hooked up with us. He called us and came over, came to my house, came to a strange guy's house. He's, he'd only seen our faces on the internet. And he came over. He had an event in San Diego. And That's my kind of Jesus, Zach. Dude, hashtag not my Jesus. Hashtag actually that's Jeff's Jesus. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, if, yeah, appreciate totally. Bob Fabian's yeah. book, Not My Jesus. Yeah, it was cool. Cool hanging out. Yeah, it was. And he's a good dude. And I think he's working on new things. And I'm sure we'll be hearing from them from him on this uh, podcast. But my favorite part of that uh, conversation that night was was porn. I'll just let that hang for a little I'm bit. I'm sure <laughs> he didn't mean for that to come no, out on the he, podcast. No, he's... No, he, he said... Um, He's got a passion for porn. Is that what you're saying, Jeff? <laughs> no. Good grief. Okay, hold on, people. He said, I, I was not... I, I just didn't know if I would I would be on your podcast. I didn't know what to expect. And then I went through uh, the BBB pod and saw a, something on porn. And so I'm like, let's listen. Is this... Is it is it just BS fluff, you know, on the surface? Yeah. What am I getting into right. when I go on these and it, guys' and it was And it was us talking about, you know, the real deal and the struggles and anyway he's like the moment i heard that i'm like i'm all in on on uh, coming onto the podcast and then showing up you know to yeah. our men's gathering was awesome so thank you Whew, Bob. good thing the only episode he listened to was the porn episode <laughs> yeah no he must have listened to a few because he he definitely knew anyways yeah Pers- you need to go back Pers- and actually you. listen to uh the uh, the podcast called scott's and ass <laughs> Oh, you're telling me I yeah because I I don't I normally don't listen to our our episodes. I know, so, uh, I know, I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. But Zach's forced to because he's got to edit all the all, all of our crap out. Who is Scott? Mine's too? not neuter me. I say crap. I mean, shut up, un, Scott. Unhealthy words, conversations. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, bros, Bibles, and beer, creating sacred space. Zach, what? you you never gonna believe what I've got to tell you. I'm never, no, never gonna believe. No, Neva, Neva. What the hell is Neva? N i v a. What's the Scandinavian thing? It's not according to Scott. A Bible translation? <laughs> no, it's not. Well, Scott, actually, is there a Neva in the Bible? Uh, well, yeah, it's in the um, Arab Aramaic. Did Paul walk around with beautiful Nevas? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All like, right, so he went to the land of Neva, right? And the design—I think Jonah they went were to amazing. Neva. He took his Nevas, and he could be so far away. He could be across. Uh, no, wait, on the uh, other side of the uh, river. Where was he? Bap- where was John? John the Baptist? The Jordan doing the yeah. On you could have your Nevas on, and you could actually hear. You could actually get Wi-Fi or, or Bluetooth across the water. Uh, and, and if you had a connection, you could probably plug into it. With you would Neva believe it. Yeah, we just pray about it, yeah. and it would just happen. So they're anyways, Nevas. Yeah, I mean it's miraculous. Yeah. The sounds amazing. So what is Neva? Neva? What's well, it's our it's our awesome studio headphone and earbud. Studio has been kind enough to send us Nevas. In addition to, we have a version that's an over ear headphone, right. which is also Bluetooth slash plug inable. Okay, so this the Nevas are they're they're wireless, and they the Bluetooth is four point two technology. They got three and a half hours of battery life, um, and they're, they're range they're like, is, uh, ten meters. Yeah, and they're not 
they're not big and bulky. They're light. They're soft. Um, kind of like Jeff. Yeah, I'm getting there. Not, bul- <laughs> not, bul- not too bulky. <laughs> I need my I need my Nevas to go with my my dad bod. All right, where do you buy those Nevas, Jeff? Studio.com. Okay. And I mean, if, I mean am I, do I have to pay a full price? I mean, I don't want to pay a full no, price. For no, 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 no. Just put Bros 15 for a 15% discount. Oh, nice. All right. Just in time for Christmas. Thank Absolutely. you, Neva. Bros 15. Studio, S U D I O.com. Code Bros 15. I'm sure we are fighting about something. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's get let's back, get back to, to it. All right. Let's studio this. So we'd started with missions to the moon. Mm. Now we'll talk missions to the. North Sentinelese. Is that correct, Scott? Is, is it, it north or south? An, it, is that Sentinelese a, is that Islands. A, is that a moon off of Saturn? What is that? I've done... Sh- yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, I think it's it's outside of Mars. Out of, it's a moon off of Mars. they have like two moons, three moons? Maybe a little one. Uh, they got a little moon Mars. <laughs> a little Mars moon. <laughs> Man, so John, John Chow went on a mission... From God, spit it out. From His perspective, to the North Sentinelese Islands, or island. Which, if have you seen an aerial shot of that thing? It looks beautiful. It's like I want to go there. Oh, totally. Looks but, like something off the coast of um, Arab Emirates. Yeah, and Dubai. The, it's awesome. There, without the buildings, he was killed. He went there to spread the good news and was killed by. A hunter-gatherer, I don't know if it's the last... There's probably other hunter-gatherer tribes, but this one is pretty isolated that it's become apparent does not want outside visitors. But he was ultra-focused on this for like 10 years, this one place. Yeah. Initially, the the reports were kind of portrayed him as kind of reckless and unprepared, but it's looking like he was preparing for this for a while. He went. Right. He went to. Um, I'll post a couple articles. Was it South Africa. A little in, language. No, in India. No. So he did. I think he went. He did something with soccer. I'll say football. Right. In South Africa, he ended up in the midst of him trying to communicate with them. He was just throwing. I think he was just throwing mud at the wall, like seeing what would stick. And right. he was speaking language he learned in South Africa for I, I don't know what language because. When he came upon the island, yeah, yeah, he was like, the basically, I love you, Jesus Sentinels. loves you. He, he d- was singing worship songs. He, he, uh, was speaking in a lang- in a language that was unrelated to that area. I'm not sure why. I, I think he was just like, maybe they'll pick up on something. Our God is an awesome God. Here, I have some scissors for you and paper clips. Like that's those are the things that he brought to them. <laughs> there were actually it does. I'm not sound joking. Like you're making fun of him, but that's uh, not making fun of. Right. I'm pointing out a fact that he, he brought scissors, paper clips, a soccer ball. Like he was just like here, like what gifts can I bring? Rope. What rope was? Yeah, name? rope. Which which I think they used to drag his body around the island. It's possible. So these these people have. They've lived in isolation Not for many years. Not a lot of, is known about them. Anthropologists have tried. Um, I think, Scott, you were saying that in the past people were picked up, like 
a couple of tribes people were taken. Okay, hold on. That was back in the 1890s. By yeah, the British, it was... By a British soldier who was 19 years old at the time. Yeah, they... they what they, was his social security number? It was... <laughs> He's British. They tried. They, <laughs> yeah. They visited the island. So their queen's either card. Brits no. or Australians. Was it Brits? It was. Um, and they they kidnapped a couple of, of villagers, and uh, so yeah, the, these people might have an apprehension against outsiders. But when, the fact that it was back yeah. in like the eighteen nineties, I mean, it'd be like us in the us in the Indians. Like the like the white man and the Indians. Like if the Indians saw us, those so, we're Native Americans, but you know, tomato tomato. Yeah, I don't like calling them Indians. Native, kind of weird. Native Americans. I'm sure they. Yeah, whatever. Uh, that's Jeff at Bros Bubbles. We should just call them. Tri- we'll call them tribes. <laughs> like go and ask these people. They're like, no, I know. Carry on. Carry yeah, on. Yeah, the Indians just would just call us assholes. Uh, thanks for taking our land and killing us all. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. It'd be like white man walking onto tribal lands here in Southern California, and we would be out of, out of our element. And if we had, first of all, if we're holding scissors, I mean, the the people that are here on in on American soil or on sovereign land um, within this country, they they have the wherewithal to know that I know what, you know, soccer ball, scissors, paperclip, you know, I see your offering or not even offering they because they're a part of the world. So they, they would know like what's going on. Um, obviously, you know, you might bring, uh, you know, something different to an Indian coming out of native land. Like I'd like to communicate with you. I'd like to have a conversation. And I brought a, you know, a bottle of, you know, whiskey and, or a six pack of beer or whatever, like we sit down and, and chit chat on this Friday evening, going to that, and you might be received like, "Hello." So he should have brought fire water. Is that what you're saying? I don't know, but he's now going to. I mean, the Indian's not gonna is not gonna kill you on you know on site and drag you away because there's some understanding of how s- civilization society runs within the country and even on sovereign land, it might be a little different than what we're used to as Americans, like here in Orange County or in Chicago or wherever, but going to a land that they have not been really in contact with the world and you're coming to, you're a missionary, you're a young man approaching their land and they don't see many people, and you're coming there with okay, a soccer ball. I'd never read about that, but like he had paper clips and scissors. Might have made and, that up unintentionally. And I right, so it's so, yeah. <laughs> so he's got he's, okay, all right, because no, because you actually changed the narrative a little bit. No, if you're but, like, I've got a soccer ball. No, hey. but still paper clips. It, it seems scissors. it seems so trivial, but I'm like, did he? Think I don't know. Of, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, what, I don't know what they showed him. But, but he goes there. And, you know, the guys come back. The story is from the uh, New York Times. The guys come back, and they see him being dragged away, you know, by... So this island is 500 miles off of India. Yeah, but there's a much bigger island next to right. the Sentinel Island, which is where he kind of... Um, it was kind of his home base. He had his safe house, right. And, and it, so initially, the, the talk was that he was just this adventurer that loved Jesus and was just going willy-nilly. That's kind of the impression that, depending on the news story you got, that's right. what you got. 
but he apparently tried to quarantine himself. I don't know he, what that... He got uh, vaccinated. Like, he, he didn't want... Is that what that was about? He didn't want to... He waited Like, bring for, a virus. He didn't want to bring... So there, there were prog- that's a, a lot of the fear and the criticism was based on this guy bringing stuff that they're not prepared to handle physiologically, which is a real fear. Totally. And, and legitimate. It's a reality. Apparently, he had that on, on his mind. Like, he was trying to mitigate that. And then, br- I mean, bringing those things. I don't know what he presented the first time up. According to his journal, I think he he said, "I love you," and Jesus loves you. The first time he saw them, and then they started fire. They fired arrows at him, and he ran back. I don't know if that's. It sounds weird. They shot him in the Bible, like the arrows. A kid shot an arrow, and it hit him in the Bible. That he was holding his waterproof Bible. <sighs> the Bible, the God, the Bible saved, saved him. him. So, man. from his perspective, which. Hey, well, the Bible I would be, literally I would be with saved him. him. Yeah, I would <laughs> totally <laughs> like not even from his perspective. Like that, that as a matter of fact, that actually happened yeah. according to his his journal. And That's he, amazing. He escapes and then returns. It's, I don't know a, if it, there's a very there's, unbelievable is used inappropriately like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, but that is an amazing. Un, that, that is unbelievable. Right. I'm spreading the word. Here I come to this untouched place where you don't want me, but I'm coming. Arrow shot. Bible stops it. God wants me. Here. And apparently he was, oh, okay, so let's get back to that. But he prepared for this for a long time. Apparently he went to a missionary boot camp in the States. To get in Georgia. Right. Where he was top of his class. They they love <laughs> graduated cum laude, but apparently they they like blindfold you and they take you out into the wilderness and then people come at you in weird here's clothing. What, here's what you're gonna. Here's what you might go through. And they they're like babble. He can't understand them. They babble at him. It, it it's like tra- It's like NFL training. And it's you're hard just a not to see it. Kid. It's hard not to see it as silly. I'm sure it's very right. serious and they take it very seriously. I part of me wants to see that as darkly comical and like misguided but i know if you're there and you're in it it's going to be it's going to feel serious and they have the greatest intentions to bring the best news possible to these people that have never heard it before so i i don't want to like part of me wants to just be an asshole and make fun of it and the other part of me is relinquishing my a holeery hmm. good Right out of Thanks, Webster's. <laughs> right out of Webster's. I'm glad you. I'm glad you've cleaned that part of you. If. <laughs> <laughs> oh my if god! You people... should just wipe it out. <laughs> wipe it clean. Take a wet wipe and really get it out of there. Oh man. Maybe even a, you know, You'd... a hose. <laughs> okay. This, this is good. Are you proud of yourself? No, so we got you, we, so we got this twenty six year old who's who's he's he's ramping up for this mission to this island, and he's yeah. going through all kinds of hoops for you know that he's putting himself through right, and he's been on like this trek from you know uh, area to area in South Africa, and then getting to India, and then getting to the island that's right next to this island, and kind of picking up he's thinking he's picking up some of the language that we didn't maybe mention he would be familiar go ahead right he's he's trying to cover his bases 
the Indian Navy patrols the area because nobody's allowed there. It's off limits. You're breaking their law if you go to that island because they obviously don't want it. There's pictures you can look up where you can see somebody with a bow and arrow aiming at the, a flying helicopter. You can't see the helicopter. The picture's taken from the helicopter, but shooting arrows or threatening helicopters with arrows. They're just like, get get yeah. out of well, here. I we think don't there want was a, I think there was a story about a fishing boat that broke down, and they that was the closest island, so the fishermen went to the island. They Somehow they swam there, or they on their, their, their dinghy went there, and they killed um, one or two other fishermen. They, there's, so there's stuff like that. that yeah, yeah. They, they're hostile to outsiders for some reason. Apparently there's some evidence that they have previously intermingled or procreated with the surrounding islands. Like there has been some exchange of mm. a DNA that sounds a lot more um, creepy than it should. But like they, they have... But they're dwindling. Like this, they estimate fifty to a hundred people are left, and but they don't even know. I don't know how that's sustainable. But they don't even they know. don't know for it's, sure. It yeah. could be five hundred. It could be a thousand. They have no clue. The surrounding, either. the closest islands, like the the dialect they use, is not known, right, to people that are closest to them. So it's it's a trip. It's such a trip. Yeah, and uh, there. There is estimated to be something like a thousand people groups that um, do not have that the gospel has not been preached to, and I think I think that what would go along with that is is that because they're unknown. Oh, okay. like okay. like I'm just kind of putting that them in that category of not much is known about them. Maybe they're hostile to outsiders because if they weren't. Yeah, I would think that right. someone would have gone there already. Sure, for whatever you know, it'd be like reason, but bugs and animals. Yeah, like there's, there's there are other people groups, all you know? kinds of things that we uncover every year. We're like, oh, there's new, there's new species in the ocean, or there's new like uh, yeah. we found something in the Amazon. All these, I mean, it's no different. There's always the unknown and the, the untouched. The only difference is they're basically untouched, but it is known that they don't like outsiders and right. the Indian government has decided that to protect them from potential things and to protect outsiders, it's off limits. Leave them alone. This is their place. And there's it's a against mu- the law right. to go there. And there's a much greater I would say there's a much greater respect for that than in America or like we'll take what we want. Like kinda we'll like Hey, we know you've been here in this land, but we got to build a Walmart here. So we're going to get take, out. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, they would be telling those people who would say, get out to, excuse me, uh, eminent domain. Sorry. We know you've been running an apple farm here for many, many years, but uh, oh, you don't understand At what a we're market saying? Price. We're taking this out. We're, we're just, these bulldozers are coming. We're going to need this. The, the, so the, the, the healthy respect that it's for freedom that this this island the indian country has for you know these people on that island is like hey 
they've been doing whatever they've been doing and it's working for them and they're not coming in our direction to the mainland. So we take that as they want to be left alone. You're like, okay. So as of December 10th, when this is when we're recording 2018, you know, for your future people, uh, do um, I feel like we're going to put that in a, uh, what is that? Like where you time bury capsule. Yeah, time capsule. Like we're all about to die. We're going to bury it in Stephen Avery's junkyard. That's a reference to that show, Making a Murder. Oh. Great show. It's frustrating, but great. Um, as of December 10th, like they have, still don't have his body. I, I think they can see his body. Like, oh, really? Like, like, or they know where it is. Like, Really? The fisherman came back because he had help from fishermen who I had heard had gotten arrested. All these details are going to change um, as more is known. But they came back and he was, they saw his body being dragged. So that's that's kind of yeah. what we know. Yeah, and I, I think one of the questions, maybe one of the more philosophical or um uh or ethical questions is should they go and try to recover the body and there there are reasons to and reasons against that one of the reasons too is well sure i mean yeah get the get the get the body back and so the family can have closure and they can you know proper burial and all that stuff but the reasons against are they're hostile to outsiders and if you go try to recover the body, then there there be potentially or more or actually likely to be there's likely to be um, hostilities. They if you try to land on the island to get the body, they're going to shoot arrows at you. Mm. And what's going to be the outcome of that? And if you try to defend the party trying to get the body, are we going to we're going to kill more right. of them? Because you're not going to go out there with arrows or stun guns. You're going to go out there with guns. And yeah. And uh, maybe even nuclear weapons. And <laughs> Probably not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe just. Although we've tested them on islands before, I mean, precedent. Yeah, we different cleared, situation. We mostly, we mostly cleared out the Bikini Islands before. Uh, oh man, you know? yeah. <laughs> you you go even just trying to recover the body, then you end up reinforcing to these people that uh, ultimately. Lots of groups are discovering the North Sentinelese people and have a heart for them instantly. Like, oh, we need to reach them. Part of that drive, you know, if you go to get the body and it results in more of them being dead, from their perspective, it's like every time these people are here, something bad happens. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, and I and I think from the maybe from a well, maybe a Christian perspective. Although that was one hundred twenty years ago, but yeah, that would be. Um, well, look, we yeah, we understand that we want to give a proper Christian burial, but at the same time, we don't want to harm these people who are just trying to protect their their land, um, and they you know they don't speak our, our language that we can communicate with them, so they don't understand why we're there in the first place. So I. I it's it would be 
reasonable from a Christian perspective to leave the body there. At the same time, it would be reasonable from a Christian perspective to for other missionaries to attempt to contact them. And I'm, I really have a problem, like a red flag in my mind, that if this was made a story by the New York Times, which is far-reaching because it's just not the Times, it's everybody who's connected to it, and the person who, who wrote the article um, is a Pulitzer Prize winning author and um, like a, a journalist in, in war-torn areas and sees horrible things, um, why it, it didn't become more, like why there weren't um, conversations with the parents or at least the question was asked, like nowhere in there does it, nowhere in the, the story is uh, a parents or like, friends from way back when or or anything like that there's no connections whatsoever from that story though right and that was early right but is there now i mean one of his friends has been on bad christian like there's there's been there's well, been talk like mainstream, with other friends i mean i think from just points like like mainstream uh, media right it was the it was the t- it was the times a pulitzer prize winning author wrote Right, one of but, these this articles like that's how it got out. That's how that's how you know we know about this because it was written by some bigger right media outlets. I'm guessing that it was at the time like, what do I know? What can I verify? Yeah, there's probably more to the picture, but I go with what I have now to get it out there. Yeah, I guess that's my guess. Just bits. It's like bits and pieces, but you you would think there'd be like a phone call made to the parent. Hey, did you know that your your son um, was was killed, or or we don't even know if he was killed. Like his, we you know some people saw his body being dragged by yeah. uh, in the country of India, and yeah. now and he's well, a he's island, whatever that right. But it's still yeah. India now, so. It's, it's people. people <laughs> they're doing their own yeah. thing. It'd be now. Now, I guess, but a, I guess maybe a question is for us. It's it's kind of become a as big of a story as it has, and it might is become, it. I think it's. I think it's still small. It's taken the missions world by storm. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, don't. That's, I'm not sure that it's that small. Um, that's if it's well, hyperbole. I mean, to your, I, but I but I think Jeff, to your point, if it was published in the New York Times. Um, it might be, I mean, it's a national story. And it, for us Americans, it's a national story, or it becomes a national story because it's an American that went over. But missionaries die all the time. Um, but when it's an American. But yeah, for us, it, it, and maybe, when it's an American maybe, male Christian. Maybe even, maybe even in a lot of countries, when an American dies in a foreign land, it, for for some reason it's 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 a bigger deal and and not not to devalue other people's or people from other countries lives but not to devalue their lives but th- those stories get around more than that's cuz we're america well that well i know but it I mean that's just i mean that's my point though it's just that that yeah for some reason okay. that those stories get around um 
but missionaries die all the time. Christians are being persecuted all over the world as we speak. Um, and and right. not to diminish John Chow's life, um, uh, but but his, I mean, it's, maybe it's because he one, was one person. Yeah, it's one guy on a mission. But the, usually, um, but if people pe- are, you know, maybe you can have you can have t- ten Coptic Christians in Egypt getting blown up on us during Sunday service. And it's like. Okay. Right. Well, so, that was in Egypt. Right. It was in Egypt. They're not Americans. They're not talking about it. Two it's days a group of later. people. But this is like one person. It's kind of like the American way, like one Individual. male Christian went out to With make a, a difference. Yeah. And he was going to bring it to individual adventure yeah. spirit. Yep. Totally. 100%. Yeah. And yeah, there were yeah, Christians and Muslim nations getting. <laughs> And kill all the time, and, yeah. and 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 not not yeah, not, not to take with the from the story, but right. like 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 Zach said, I I think yeah, there's don't put this on me. It it is it is probably getting around mission circles, and people are getting fired up about this. So that's another question: Will then, it bring them to that island again? I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm sure of it. The the missions. This is oh my gosh, this is so big. So what do you got? Kill it's like a video okay. game that you 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 like die and you're like oh push re- so big. reset so next person. Let's just assume John. John it sounds Chow like went, I'm trivializing death, but I'm not. Put another quarter in. That yeah. That don't put another quarter in. John Chow really believed that this is a safe assumption that. That he was the one to bring Christ to these people. This is what he planned on. His journal evidences it. That if not me, who will come? Like who will We're, come after me? Like there's those. That's in his journal. At 16, 17 years old, like God told him, this is it. He, this is the mission of your life. Com- You're going to with, die here. He narrowly escapes the navy getting to the island. He sees that as a sign from God. Oh like, yeah, I got your back. Yeah, totally. The first encounter, he gets shot in the Bible. I that got saves through the Death life. Star uh, force field. God is the Bible saved his life literally until it didn't. I used my like, lightsaber to stop the arrow. So his intentions were completely pure. Luke Skywalker. Thank you. <laughs> That that is true, Luke Skywalker, <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi, other Obi Wan Kenobi, better yet, Obi Wan Kenobi, right? Star Wars. Should we just start naming other characters? No, that's all that. <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> it's just, it's a little. It's. I mean, I realize this. Well, we don't know if he's dead yet. So you you. I think you've said it twice now. Six since he was a teenager that he's he's been aiming for this island. Is that was that actually in I don't the know story? If, well, yes. I don't know about for this he, specifically this island for a while. He uncovered that. No, he was in high school. He uncovered oh, this yeah. island and and heard about it, and then he was ultra focused on it. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So okay. what what I was trying to get to is that his intentions are pure. People inevitably missions groups that learn about it this way get fired up like, oh my gosh, these people need Jesus. Um, their intentions are pure. The complexity of it is that the intentions often don't match like the fruit of certain actions. 
Like big, big picture. Let me backtrack a little bit. Big picture, the gospel going out. A little bit of had, wisdom has had a lot of. A lot of people have misappropriated it, or you know, best intentions have done things that are terrible in hindsight. Um, overall, the news of Christ, I think, has been a net positive. It's probably pretty demonstrable. Anybody disagree? You think? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to go with what's safe. <laughs> Sorry, I checked out. Continue. <laughs> so I think it's complex in that in the midst of the gospel going out, a lot of the messengers are flawed, and they do things that are fucked up. They're all flawed, yes. Yeah, okay. Thank you. They're all flawed. <laughs> Correction. Just a broken man coming on your island. I got some uh, no, but, <laughs> scissors here. Maybe you can put me back together. But the gospel thre- spreads about through, people who, through people who are constantly doing the wrong thing, trying to do the right thing. Right. And, and that's the just painfully beautiful thing about, about this is that like the world is a better place for it, but there's always individual instances of doing more harm than good and I, this is, this could end up being another one of them. Like he didn't, he felt like God was on his side, like, and he was going to be the one. And then his journal kind of shifts to like, oh my God, I think I'm going to die. Like, it's like fiery passion. He feels confident. And there's like a loss of confidence in his journal. It's like a gambler who is like, I've got, I've got a hundred more dollars. I'll just let it ride, but I'm probably going to lose it. Yeah. Now, with the with the journal where he says, you know, who's going to come after me? Um, so sure, I I'm get, reading in a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I guess it could be taken that way as as he's he's the one to bring to to bring the gospel. But I mean, yeah, maybe maybe from a different angle, if if he's talking to people, talking to different missionary groups, um, different people in India or wherever he was stationed, staging, um, and they say, hey. No, don't go near that island. So then, well, it, it it might be it might be reasonable for him to be to to be to to come to the conclusion. Well, man, no one is no one is trying to contact this island with the gospel, right? Maybe that's wisdom. I have this. I I I I feel like I have this draw. Or this call to bring the gospel to, the, to this island, no one else is doing it. So yeah, man, and, who, and who's going to come after me? Who's who's going to who, who's going to come with me? First of all, no one. And then, <laughs> is anyone going to come after me? So it, it 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 might not be. Maybe I'm just you know reading. I got maybe, you. Maybe well, reading. I don't even know what it, I don't even know what they um, shared in his journal, like conversations that he had with other wise Christian leaders and like, there's nothing, there's nothing been told of him bouncing his ideas off of others and them warning him. Like, have you thought about this? Like is, you know, if he's such a devout Christian and, you know, bringing the word, like that's like cherry picking from the Bible. Um, and and leaving out the parts where, you know, to get good counsel and to you know be well, but be but it would be wise. Spe- well, I I I, I just, realize I think that we just we don't know. 
What do you mean we don't? Oh, we don't know if he actually had counsel and right. I, yeah, I, we, we, he went. Al- <laughs> he went alone and actually within the story at some point I think it says, um, like he was alone and he knows that it's dangerous and he's probably at some point going to die. Um, like, where's the wisdom? What? What? Well, okay. Well, what's wrong? What's wrong with dying? What's his purpose? And, and, and first of all, wait, what's his, his purpose? Is to bring the gospel to this island. As of today, they don't know who he is. They know that this strange person showed up at their shore, and I'm only you know, making some assumptions From their based off what we, what we have, yes. and, and killed him. Um, they don't know English. And therefore, um, whatever Bible he has uh, that has an arrow in it, uh, warning number one, um, <laughs> he they can't re- they don't know what that is. They probably used it for you know. But, but why? But that but that's looking back on it. I mean, this is hindsight, right? right. So I right, think a lot of people are thinking what what same is going thing. forward. What's he learning on his experience before he died? Did he do the he right thing? He was going to die. No, but, but oh, okay, Sh- sure. Hi, yeah. Let's let's. We Where's can the exam- wisdom we in can- that though? W- wisdom in what? What's wrong with dying? I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not like what. Y- your 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 mission is to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. He chose a specific island. Well, what, what for the is- record, for the record, Jesus. I don't know if there's a difference. Jesus told his disciples to do that. Okay. This guy, John Chow, his mission was to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. He chose a specific island. And if he's willing to die for that, what's what's wrong with that? We're, we're, a serious lack of wisdom. What, no, but why why is why is that a lack of wisdom? Even if he doesn't die, he goes to them. Mm-hmm. That we, if he does get connected with them and we disrupt their culture, how I mean, how they're many, going how to many die times have because Christ, of him. How many times have Christians misinterpreting, thinking they need to make people like them, in addition to Jesus, mess with other cultures? It's a tale as old as time, and we that would, does not mean that that what whatever people have mistakenly done. Does not mean that the. Gospel- I'm not arguing against that. <laughs> okay, you sound like a machine right now. <laughs> the, so the so the story of, of the story of Jesus is there was people to tell his story. I mean, he had made an incredible impact on the people around him and the people he came in contact with, and the story was passed on. But John Chow doesn't have that story. Coincidentally, initials I'm JC. Sorry. I'm sorry, John Chow doesn't have what story? He doesn't have that same story. Wait, G- what story? Of of Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm wait. You have to explain that. You don't know the story of Jesus Christ. Let me explain it to you. <laughs> well, if John Chow doesn't have it, maybe I don't have it. Well, uh, we know you don't have it, Scott. <laughs> what, do you, what do you What do you mean, John Chow doesn't have that story of Jesus Christ? I I, I don't get that. This, the narrative plays out that he's going to sacrifice himself. Because before, he writes in his journal or gives you know, his journal to someone and says, I'm, like, he's pretty much saying, I'm probably not going to come back. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, good. 
Um, but I well, I'm going to sacrifice myself. Yeah, but is he so martyr? Is he a martyr? What is a martyr? Uh, well, I I would say uh, yes, y- yes and no. Um, that, Dang it, that's the same thought I had. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that sure, yeah, he he died in the in the process from his perspective in the process of trying to take the gospel to a people that he did not know their language that might not understand what he's saying that sh- that have shown hostilities to someone else that he thought he he might die. Um, that yeah, from that perspective, he's a martyr. From and, but from the perspective of the villagers. I I don't think it's it's not um, them killing a him for Christ, a, right? Right, because they're they're not persecuting him for, for Christ. So it's so that's why I would say yes they're like, and no. Oh my God, here's something that needs to go because this does not end well for us. If whatever they're, they're this trying, guy is, whatever yeah. it is, they're trying to defend their their land. Yeah, yeah. So yes and no, which leads to like. The man, this is so deep. What? How is it deep? Well, <laughs> I mean, you said the word. I'm using your word. How is it deep? You just used my word. Nobody. How dare you? Words. Yeah, Jeff. Well, I didn't want you to jump to conclusion. Well, <laughs> no one makes Zach explain his own words. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> uh. It's deep. I mean, is because, there more to the story than well? It's meets deep. The eye? If you go big picture, it's deep because, like, look at America. Look at we came, our the the white European side of the American situation came. The idea of manifest destiny of like God is behind us. Then you come upon some quote unquote savages when you get here, right? They need to be like us. Uh, and so it... I, I know it's a mixed bag, Scott. Scott, what? Your defenses are up all of a sudden. No, I just... I just th- this is... Sure. The, um, people... It's com- people yeah, it, it's complex. It's people complex. do things that maybe they shouldn't have done. Sure, I get that. Uh, I think, no, but we I keep think most of America... Yeah, but, but that does not mean that... Uh, we that Christians don't take the gospel to those who at do no not point have, have it. I ever said that. I know, but it's so okay. It's so, a so consequence. Then, uh, it's so a potential th- consequence that yes, we're going to influence people as we as we go out and spread the gospel. Sure. So influence is very different than making people like us change or seeing their culture. There, there's a lot of empire building wrapped up with the gospel expanding that is unhealthy and it's complex because the big picture the big picture result is god this is it feels so dirty to say because people were destroyed in the midst of building this um but the message of christ going out worldwide i think is a good thing overall but there's just been a lot of you need what we have, and it means your culture goes away. It means, nor Sentinelese, you need to stop being like the way you are because of our version of Christianity. And that's not yeah. good. That's that's not a good thing. Okay. That's another 
that's another question I would raise is how does John Chow know that that's not a Christian civilization? He 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 doesn't. He, he's got to take that. You, you got to take that that risk though. There's. Well, I'm you, not you sure don't, you, you don't do. go. You don't go. Uh, well, I'm sure they're Christians. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go talk. So to them. I get. Here's my question, which was. Um, it, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be part of the logic that's going into spreading the gospel. Well, it, it, what that, that, what happens if they never? But that's what he thought. If nobody ever says, sure. if nobody ever says to these people, as far as we know. Nobody ever outlines the gospel for them and preaches. So that. this is a what new hap- topic. Just, just this is this is a no. But this is why he was going there, correct? Uh, to to preach to to yes to to bring the gospel yeah to right. everyone in in yes yeah okay because so everyone needs the gospel. If yes. he weren't and nobody ever were to go there, what happens to those people? Like the whole mission yeah. of the gospel from. Most of for from for a lot of Christians' perspectives is to save people from hell forever, because mm-hmm. if they don't accept Jesus, they're going there. Well, if if so, what if happens? Un, well, if they're unrighteous in God's eyes, if they're unforgiven right. in God's eyes, so what? Then they'll what be separated from God forever. If they're left alone and nobody ever goes there, opinion uh, for Scott. So, Scott's opinion. Yeah, put uh, potentially. Um, they will be judged according to the law that God has placed on their heart. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be kind of maybe like a works-based, um, potentially. Um, and they would be yeah, held accountable to being faithful to what they know is right. And if they violate that, then that'd be sin, and they'd be a- accountable for that. It's not a good place to be uh, being judged on your works. Um, well, you're you're imparting yeah. a lot of things, like, but regardless of that. Oh, sorry, my opinion. I mean, okay. What if yeah. he? What if that culture were Christian and they knew that the mainland culture was Hindu, and and they're like, we're gonna stay here forever and ever, and anybody comes here, it's the devil, and so these people in their history, you know, in the late 1800s, you know, a couple of people get taken, and that just affirms their reality, and then you know, this man comes and they're like, take him out, take him out, like get the devil out of here. potential, yeah. Right. We don't know. We have no idea. Yeah. We have no idea. Um, I think the whole thing's made up. (laughs) So can I... I I think Jeffrey Gettleman, I think Jeffrey Gettleman's story, who wrote this in the Times, who's the Pulitzer Pulitzer Prize winner of war-torn stories, um, he came out with a book and and I'm totally hypothesizing. There's, there's not enough connections in this story, but his his he had a book, Love Africa, and it's about just the war and the horror and the rape and the pillaging, the the death that happens in these areas of the world. And he won a Pulitzer Prize um, on his on his craft um, as a reporter, and and so he wrote this book in 2017. And then in 2018, I don't know how the book did, but I'm totally hypothesizing that. Let's say the book didn't do well, and he needed to get that story to kick up again. And so the story of, of you know, this young man, um, you know, out on his own, which Jeffrey Gettleman was, uh, he's shown in pictures with tribal people shooting bows and arrows, 
Um, and his story is similar to this story of John Chow. And there's just pictures of John Chow, but there's no connections whatsoever. I'm like, why are there no freaking connections of parents and friendships and high school? And like it said, he went to Oral Roberts. I'm like, what does Oral Roberts have to say? They yeah. they sent this kid out. But you would have to be, you'd have to be still looking in New York forward. Times. Has you'd have to be um, looking for that this guy's going to get killed no, and the, then go, oh, okay, we need all this backstory. So, I mean, it's. Right, you just don't know that it's going to happen. Do, you, do both of you not see the red flags in a store that has no connections outside of itself? That with, one uh, particular story that was written early on, and there's been a lot of subsequent stories in talking with friends and people he was connected with since. Parents? Oral Roberts? I mean, these are like big You're basing pieces. it off of this one story. Yeah. So, Zach, Zach, can we go back to the question? Because I, I, I think what you're... you're, you're um, uh, I'm not opposed to exploring that though, Jeff. Like the idea that it looks too similar. That's I'm okay with exploring the crazy ideas of of whether or not this is actually a thing. Or people want to know agendas. that. People want to know. It's on <laughs> their mind. Minds. So I trust that you will be following up with it and oh, having yeah. a full totally. report. Totally. I'm going to bring down <laughs> the New York Times. I will listen to that report. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Go ahead, Scott. Uh, yeah. So. Now, try- now back to Sunday brunch conversation <laughs> <laughs> with um, the old ladies. All right, old ladies, go ahead. Well, Blanche, here we go. Um, they, they, okay, yeah. So if if people potentially, um, if if they haven't heard the gospel, then maybe they're less responsible uh, for uh, or less accountable to God uh, because they haven't heard. And then once we, once 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 they're ex- exposed and they hear it, and then they have the opportunity to reject. Now they're more accountable. Right, I mean, I kind of yeah. Have that's kind of right. where I was going. Yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get that. So maybe he's actually putting them in yeah. more eternal danger by going there. Now, in the New Testament, according to his logic, yeah. Well, in the New Testament, there, there's no, um, there's no uh, prohibition or uh, admonishment to not. Preach the gospel. Every it, it's a, it's the opposite. It's wherever you go to preach the gospel. And now, as far as declare the forgiveness of sins. Now, <laughs> now as far as potentially um, making or or putting people in a position to be more accountable to God. Mm-hmm. So this is, and you know, this might not be the. Uh, like, He's going to put a biblical smackdown <laughs> on me right now, Jeff. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just Go saying, ahead. I'm that's, just saying it's, that's it's, always a given. It's I'm something. Ready. I'm just saying it's something to consider. I'm bent over the proverbial chair. It, it's something to consider with with this this line of logic. So this is um, in John. Keep fi- that theological scooter train rolling. Continue. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this is in, in John 15. Jesus is talking about the nation of Israel. He might he might be specifically talking about um, the Pharisees or or the the Jewish leaders, but he says um, in verse fifteen twenty one, John fifteen twenty one. But all things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin, but now they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father also. Um, and then I, he he says it again um, 
in, the, in that similar language. But essentially, it's it's um, that yeah. If if Jesus didn't speak any words, then people wouldn't be accountable to his words. But Jesus came into the world and spoke a whole bunch of words, right? And they, people are going to be judged. I got uh, you, right? But you you're potentially making a leap to putting giving that to John Chow. Uh well if, if that might be a different situation. If, well if the gospel is to go out to all nations. Well that no hold on. Going with the passage you just said, mm-hmm. Jesus saying these it's it's very possible the context should be kept to the actual context on the ground there and not uh, un- imparted to the universal. Until until potentially Okay. But once Jesus... Because that's a big difference. Well, I, I, well, I'm saying potentially. But once Jesus says that it's to go out to all the nations, um, that I that changes whatever potentiality for limiting it to Well, you're, to the you're tying going out into all the nations with that passage, which is another jump that may well, or may not be true. But, okay, but, but if you go... With far-reaching I know, I know, but if you go out... If, if you are going to um, take the gospel to all nations, um, you would... I mean, that that's part of it. You, well, that's you, kind of my point, is the gospel to all nations can mean um, turn or burn. It can mean, guess what? God loves you. What, whatever. No, no, no. Hold, uh, hold on. Be, be, without defining what the gospel is, but that's the question. I, I, no, no, no. Well, well it's it. I, I think we're still. I'm not, not denying that there's I, a great commission. Okay, but the, but that but that's the question here. Whatever the gospel, whatever John Chow believes about the gospel, doesn't change what the actual gospel is. So the question is whether or not he should be taking the gospel, whatever it is, to all nations. That that's the question at hand. No, it's not. Nobody's raised the question of that whether he should be a missionary and preach oh. the gospel. Oh, I th- I that's th- never been on the table oh. once. Okay, I thought Jeff it's was been Jeff ha- was a <laughs> Jeff. Was no, it's <laughs> been it's been how he's doing it, and it it, it what how does, he's doing it. If he's going to preach the gospel, just the idea of him going where he's not wanted. I mean, it's in Mark. That's the question of going to all nations. <laughs> that's that. That's isn't that what I just said? No, I know. But do you go into somebody's house when they don't want you there? Well, going into somebody's house is different than going to an island. No, when you, somebody's house. When you, we don't, you, no, come on. Come on. Are they a nation? Don't dismiss me. <laughs> go, they're coming go, up to their island, saying, and they're going, like, no, we don't want you. Like, going into somebody's house is the same as stepping foot on an island? If I yes, knew, it's no, their land. No. It's their, their, their own country won't come there if because I knew, it's great respect. If I knew my neighbors You're didn't... You're totally missing no, the listen, points, No, listen, if God. I knew my neighbors didn't want me to go tell them about Jesus again, or at all... Because every time somebody did, they get yelled at. Well, it says in the Bible here, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. No. Yeah, you, you, risk, no, you risk no. your life. You risk your life. To well, take here's the where wisdom comes in. Because no, in Mark 6, 11, it says, and if any place does not welcome you or listen to you, leave that place. Okay, so... There's a point at which that yeah, comes into effect. Okay, so let's... So what's the context so of that? people that are not able to listen at all because it's impossible... They don't know what you're talking about. You're an mm-hmm. enemy. You're an outsider. 
the idea of you coming and to bring your version of the gospel is like it's it's you, offensive to do me. You, do you think? Do you think? And it was that, offensive enough to the Sentinelese. <laughs> do Do you think that being able to um, understand what someone's saying and rejecting it and telling them to go away is different than someone not understanding what they're saying? And you potentially build a relationship. You learn their language, like has been done in many cultures around the world. Yeah, that 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 is different than someone rejecting something that they understand. Man, it's it's do it's doable. It's that's, completely that's different. Why, I don't I, I don't know how you that's disagree why, with it. It's completely different. If if we if we wait, wait, say, you just asked a question and then you <laughs> steamrolled my answer. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm not disagreeing with that. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, it's it's been done many times. Um, pe- um, pe- they go, missionaries go into places where they don't know the language. They don't they don't know what's yeah. going to happen. I re- they, they don't know what's going to happen. They to to hostile territories. You you. It, it's it's easy to look back in our yeah our safe space here, and go. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. You got killed. Too bad for you. You should have been. You should have been wiser. It's not the killed. It's not the killed part. It's it's interesting though. With with John, he intentionally he protected people potentially because he didn't want to get involved with people. Didn't want a relationship because he knew what he was doing was dangerous. Um, I don't know that I have an answer. Like obviously he shouldn't have gone. Obviously he shouldn't. He should have or shouldn't have. What did I say the first time? Whatever the opposite of that is. <laughs> Shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> it seems like he did not have a community of friends at all in support of his mission. Well, he did. There are people, they got arrested no. in India. No. Well, no. a couple. He found some people to help him. That this is like just arrested. he just he's like almost like a vagabond. He just I, I, I just across. I don't understand. I don't understand all like all this. Okay, I understand not agreeing with his decision. I don't understand the speculation in your negativity towards what he did. Um, (laughs) It's not a negative. It's because I I think those people, well, this is the big difference. Are you ready? The reason I struggle (laughs) with it so much is that um, I don't buy into the logic that I think those people, I think God loves those people just as much as he loves everyone else. Like, God loves everybody equally so much that He sent His Son no, it's into the, the world, and that whoever believes right, in Him shall not perish. Right, you're trying, you're yeah. tr- you're trying to, um, you're trying to flip things. But bottom line is, I believe personally that those people are forgiven, and that God that God has the right to forgive people, and forgiveness happens whether or not. Uh, whether or not it's it's asked for, because that's what forgiveness is. So, I know that's complicated. I I know that's a shitstorm of conversation will come, come out from of that. Scott's mouth right now. Well, because I kn- and I know you disagree, <laughs> and I I think it's fine if you disagree, um, for a couple minutes, um, because we're not. I know you and I aren't going to change each other on this right now, but. It's complicated for me because I think people understanding that that God loves them and 
and they're they're not there is no more shame there doesn't need to be separation like coming to coming to awareness of that is important for people and in the american context that's going to look very different than whatever the north sentinelese people whatever their view of god is them understanding that they belong and they are part of this whole process is going to look very different than it would for an american and so that part of it's super complicated i don't know what the answer is to that I just know when when people, when Jeff has this flashpoint and and becomes aware of God and and how much he's cared for, it it looks a lot different than another culture where where they're converted. It's it's, there's no like sure formula in the sense it's going to look like Western Christianity. So that that's that's my struggle is coming to this belief that all are forgiven it's pretty universal i know that that man i should just stop because i know you you're just geared up and oh, oh then let me neutralize a little bit okay or add i got to peace so much if you guys talk loud enough i, I can hear you if yeah. i sit down well <laughs> we don't know the spiritual groundings of the people ultimately this 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 discussion is around the gentleman john chow and and whether and ultimately our opinions on was he right was he wrong is you know taking you know the gospel to you know the ends of the earth including places that obviously don't want him there uh, is it is it wise would be my question um, and then like I have my conspiracy theory behind the whole <laughs> author and like similarities of this and you know possible you know very dramatic writings in the journal like. Is this a screenplay being written here? Is it the beginnings of it? Um, are we trying to prop something else up? I mean, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't put it beyond um, you know the media to be doing that. But um, you know, what it, can we get this to go viral? Will it go viral in the Christian world? Don't know. But uh, um, there's just so many, there's so many things that you know make me wonder. Like, was he a 16 year old kid and a 17 year old kid? And he's like. Oh my gosh, my my name is John Chow. My initials are JC. Like maybe I was supposed to, you know, live this life, and ultimately he goes and gets killed for what he believes in his mind. Um, uh, and so, like, you know, of people who seem to be very violent, um, we would say I would say seems to believe very violent because as from our perspective, like a uh, young man went there in peace and got killed. And dragged you know along the ground, and ultimately we just believe he got killed, um, presumably. And uh, from their perspective, it's like okay, an outsider has come ashore. Uh, we're not used to this. Um, they didn't go away when we shot an arrow at them. When we seemed to like push them away, and he keeps coming, and uh, he it's like it, <laughs> there's. There's something there that I just it gets lost in translation, and I, I don't I don't think uh, there just seems to be gaps, voids in the whole thing. Scott, well, yeah, I just say I would just ask wisdom from from what perspective uh, we're we're saying. Like even if he didn't die, it probably wasn't wise, sure, um, to go to an island of people who are hostile or known to be hostile to outsiders. Okay. But that's that's yeah. It's wisdom from 
Scott. Uh, personal, personal. Scott, harm. you go to the you go to Salt Lake City. You go to the you, you go to the Mormon Tabernacle. Hear those voices. You yourself. You're walking in, and you see someone inside the tabernacle, and you're like, "Hey, I want to talk to you." And you Joseph Smith, the false prophet. <laughs> not that. Not that. You're not going there to offend. You're going there to love and bring the gospel. And Just so you start. Well, then you start to hold there. on. You start yeah. singing. You start singing. Uh, you know hymns, and they they shoot a bullet at you. And it hits your Bible that you're carrying, Mormons but doesn't go all the way through. But the bullet would not have any caffeine in it. And you, and Pretty you, caffeine. and you, what would you do? WWS do. They come out and get in your face, and then a, and then a little sniper kid shoots shoots yeah. you. If, if if I was you're con- full of it, Scott. If shut I was, the hell up. If I was concerned. <laughs> I don't even want to hear yeah, your. It's the was... fact that you don't even admit that you would like crap. I'm out of here. Going back no, to I'm... SoCal. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I know you're going to say. If it. I was concerned about my life, which I am. Wait, what does your life have to do with it? You're bringing the gospel. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares well, about no, your that, life, Scott. Yeah, that's my point. No, what's that's, your point? That's Wait, my what? point. If is you that... think your life is in danger, what? No, that... <laughs> John Chow's a better man. Yeah. So we're saying. Wait, now I'm confused. <laughs> no, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, he's willing to lay. Yeah, he's willing to. Give his life to take the gospel, and I'm, yeah, I'm sitting here in Southern Orange County. What if he was uh, mentally ill? That's a possibility. We don't know. But would you advocate to Christians bringing the gospel when there are serious life-threatening circumstances to to go for it? Sacri- you know, you're I, probably going to die. Go for it. I would. I would say if 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 you if God is leading you to this, then yeah. Do it. I'm not. I'm not going to say go for it. I'd say if 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 you think this. Why is Why not? God's With will, full enthusiasm of you know well, the backing I can't, I of can't make the, the Lord. I can't make the decision for other people. Why is God so wise? Yeah, I would encourage. I'd encourage him in the faith. Um, but I I'm not going to. You just going tell him to, to ponder and pray about it. So yeah, it's their it's it's their decision. Man, I'm not going to influence you're people right. to go, I say to go that I give just, their life. I've appreciated this robust back and forth, and um, I'm not saying it ends now, but we are at one, uh, almost two hours. Oh, my um, So let me... Well, which, okay, which, yeah. which I like. I just want to say, if if it's true that if people don't hear the message of Jesus, they're in danger of eternal punishment, then I don't blame people like John Chow for, for their zeal, I have a lot of respect for that. Even the Westboro Baptist Church or people like them that are so offensive and they have the God Hates Fags campaign, they go protest people's deaths that they see that need to be protest. From their perspective, if they're preventing a few people from going to hell forever, like that, that zeal and that they're they actually back up their beliefs although i think it's terrible they're they're actually putting their money where their mouth is is that how the saying goes i almost flipped it yep. dyslexic style i almost said putting their mouth where their money is which don't do that because there's prescription drugs there's cocaine on the money you you don't want to yeah, do that it's dirty there's a lot of germs probably aids but the idea like if if that's if that's what's actually going on that's what people like John Chow should be doing. God, save anybody you can. 
I'm just not sure that's the universe that God has set up for us, personally. Yeah, I mean, well, everyone's sin is not forgiven. <laughs> Everyone needs the gospel. Uh, so, but know. I think the gospel. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is I think the gospel is the is a reality already, and that the proclamation is what makes it known, and the the repentance towards that proclamation on understanding it has the power to change the world, change individuals and change the world. And I think that's, that part of it is a good thing. Well, yeah, if, if, well, st- sure. And now it's, now we're going to start going, no, still on, going still around. on the, the, this Island, like how hard would it have been? You get a drone and fly it over the stupid Island. Like how hard would that have been to sit offshore and do that? I mean, it's 2018, I guarantee you, there's missions groups the talking about doing that right now. Well, I, 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 why are you drop like why drop pamphlets not, or something? Sure what, what, what do you mean you're not you, sure? God what, dang it! Why do you? Why is it that Occam's upset? razor isn't good for you? <laughs> what are you upset about? <laughs> I'm not upset. I'm just like, isn't it? Obvious? He's not. There Scott, was so God many, dang it! Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I shot Scott. <laughs> uh, no, to with the most harmless sounding gun. Double exclamation. Anyway, I'm about there. I just, I just don't, I just don't think there was any wisdom whatsoever in this decision. It, there was so many. There was hindsight. Yes, 2020. I, I'm like, hello. There was so many other opportunities to. To at least introduce, like, could I find out your language? Could I do that? Like, you went to all these, like, I've flying colors past, you know, Boy Scouts of uh, missionary school. Like, what is that? Like, okay, then where's the wisdom? (laughs) Where's the people supporting him? Where's the people who were praying for him? Where's the community outreach that was with him like where's his phone why are there not pictures why what what in back the heck the, is okay, going on we got it you're working on yeah. a report did we go back to the 19, 1900 early 1900s yeah. where we just couldn't communicate at all did he have his sos like do, 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 do. like what the <laughs> heck happened here well it's just one guy man what are you what's what are you worried about you're right oh it's just some guy no, from seattle let's dismiss him wow dismiss d- jc yeah, I mean John Chow, not John Chapman. Or Jesus oh my Christ. gosh, see, and he even so looks like Jesus. Jesus yeah, Jesus. they're all. Yeah. He looks like one. He was just a happy-go-lucky guy. You know what? Though? So is John Chow. So Jeff, we we look forward to you doing a lot of the digging that it sounds like you're going to do to look into this conspiracy. I hope I'm right. I hope you're right too, because I just want to unearth New York I Times love and conspiracies. I want to bury it on the Sentinelese Island. <laughs> Like, go ahead and kill that. <laughs> uh, there's also an article that will be in the, the show notes from the New York Times uh, entitled... Sorry, that was blunt. I've thought a lot about whether I did good or evil. Missionaries on the death of John Allen Chow. So the, in this article, there's a picture of him. So there's this stock photography. There's a picture of John Chow with a, another gentleman. Right. Soccer guys. Soccer guys. Soccer South guys Africa. don't exist. No, he coached he coached soccer with with them. Somehow there's no quotes about that guy, but I think he just picked it off his Facebook or Instagram. Amy Peterson, not joking. From Upland, Indiana, served as a missionary to women in Southeast Asia for two years in the early twenty aughts. 
Does that work? 2000s? I worked as an English teacher and an undercover missionary in a country where prophesizing, you guys get it, yep. was forbidden. Over the last 15 years, I've thought a lot about whether I did good or evil in sharing the gospel with those women. The missionary myth, in quotes, quote, missionary myth, unquote, I grew up with originally developed alongside the frontier myth in America. In both, a rugged individual sets off to conquer a new world. In both, you can find white supremacy and Western cultural imperialism. All of this leads to the kind of endeavor undertaken by John Allen Chow, one right in line with the way that missionary work has often been mythologized in the white American church. And then this is from... Oh, man. By the way, what's with the Allen... The only people that you ever get serial three killers. Only, exactly. Well, that's new. See, it wasn't mentioned in the first article. The first article you're complaining about, it was not three names. Now it's three names. Mm-hmm. Starting it, to make this a movie. Mike Wilson, 46. Uh, Leogony? Leogony? Haiti? Um, he said... Where is this coming from? A Twitter feed? No, this is the New York Times compiling the, the, a lot of stories follow-up? from different missionaries that are just like okay. saying how it's changed them. Uh, the the killing has made me really think about and define my opinions on being a missionary, why I do it, how I do it, how to do it right. The goal is to change hearts, not to change cultures. Um, I'm going to dig up every single one of these people, and I'm going to get. It's I'm so, gonna, it's so. I'm going to get like, the well, recordings. I'm just not sure. Like, okay, sure. Don't don't try to change their culture, okay? These are also just it's what, bland. What it, like, it doesn't it's say super bland, right? But it doesn't say well, it's, it's not. It's it, you it guys doesn't are say anything the, about going it, to another culture to take the gospel because all of these are people. By definition, if you're gonna go, if someone's gonna go somewhere else, you're gonna have a different, different culture. culture, right? So it, there's. Okay, fine. It doesn't don't try to convert them to white culture. Okay. So then you don't disagree with his statement. Well, I, I just, I don't know why you're... I, I don't because know these are people being, that are missionaries. I'm reading this because these are missionaries that have different opinions it's on it. connected to the story. Some of whom you probably agree with it. And it sounds like you don't actually disagree with that guy I, on changing people's cultures, but yet you're still arguing I know, against I just, it. I just, it's, it, I'm just interested. No, in, none of these people are saying, don't go into all the world and preach the gospel. They're all considering how they do it, so I don't know what point you're missing. Well, I'm just, I'm just curious as to okay, he okay, so it's it's not a criticism. Also, of John he's unable to no. Okay, fine. It's just their they thoughts. Keep going. They're they unable keep going. to argue back with you. I'm just reading okay, these people's they perspectives. Keep going. It's in the New York Times. Fine, I can argue with the New York Times. Oh, God, <laughs> children. Just go with it. <laughs> Are you sure? It's just my Scott, opinion. good grief. Neuter me in this. Andrew why, Milman. Why, why just go. Andrew <laughs> Milman, 30, Colorado Springs. Served with Global Mission Fellow with the United Methodist Church in Moscow, working with the West African diaspora there. As someone serving a progressive mainline Protestant domination, I went through extensive training on cultural competency, post-colonial theory, and faith-rooted organizing. I was not there to save souls or to convert people, but was instead sent sent instead sent to live in solidarity 
with marginalized communities while working for holistic systemic reform. I think Christ's decision was uniformed. No. Wow. I read Christ. Chow's. <laughs> I think Chow's decision was uninformed, arrogant, and self-serving. He has reinforced the stereotype of all missionaries as brash young colonizers trying to tame primitive tribes. That's his opinion. Yeah, so so I think that's why 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 did that? I would wonder why that person is mentioning colonization when it's one person not supported by anybody else. But the whole, as as like like somehow they're seeing that he's going to colonize. Where did John uh, Chow group. get his ideas of how missions is supposed to work? No, don't start proving my point, Zach. No, it's informed by what has come before, and what has come before is a hodgepodge of good and bad in preaching the gospel, some of which has been colonization that has been detrimental to the people that are colonized. Right, well, my, I, right but that's, my question is, why, why, why are we putting that on also, John it's a, Chow? It's but a, that's their pers- that's that's his, his perspective. perspective. I know that, but that's why I would, I would have the question on why they're doing that. That's and all. D- all right. Okay, he, then email the him. Let's Good keep grief, going. It's an opinion. <laughs> I don't know what you could have said. I'm just, yeah, he's got an opinion. I'm, I'm asking a question. Okay. That nobody can no answer. answer. I right. know, but still, okay. Okay, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's just I don't know stupid. why you'd get upset about that. I'm just, I'm just asking a question. Shoot, man. <laughs> Harmony Chapman, 22, Mitchelton, Australia. If anything, I think this situation has begun to make me analyze my own priorities and determine if I, too, am willing to risk everything to reach those who don't, do not yet know God, which is a good... Amen. Yeah. Um, Next. B- <laughs> Blake, <laughs> Blake Dolan, 21, Calamesa, California. Being a missionary is hard, but you count the cost before you go. Even into death, you have to be willing to share the hope that is everything to you, to the world. The thought of getting thrown into a Nepali jail cell did did not scare me nearly as much as the thought of all the people in that country dying without hearing about Jesus. That is why we do what we do. This is a tough puzzle. At the end of the day, the killing of another human being is wrong, but to punish them... By practically speaking, foreign laws would be wrong in my opinion. Let justice be left in the hands of an almighty God here, for it seems to me that this case is out of the hands of the Indian government. Yeah, amen to that. And So now, one of the things... So I disagree with a lot of that, but I'm not going to say anything because I know what's going on right now. Go ahead, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it's okay. I know. Go ahead. Yeah, go, ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Yeah, because I'm not even questioning you. I'm questioning the the the, the poster. But that 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 is kind of a, a of an interesting um, uh, dilemma. So th- that the question has been raised, um, and it's posed to the Indian government: is should they prosecute the islanders for killing this guy? Um, because you know the the Indian law is you know murder is not allowed. Um, uh, and that, along with you know, going to recover the body, these, these are these are questions that are not easy to answer. Um, and on 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 one hand, and I just thought of this right now. Uh, 
on one hand, it seems reasonable to not prosecute them because, hey, man, they're it's not they're they're just defending their homeland and and to put them under the law of the Indians. It's a it's a, it's it, the Indians have their own law. Maybe these islanders have their own law. I'm not sure that the argument is that we don't prosecute them because they have their own law. Um, because you you you'd get into some uh, 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 um, what's what was the Nazi the the Nure, you get in some Nurem, into some Nuremberg uh, trial questions there where where Nuremberg another word <laughs> that is not helpful when you're drinking yeah uh, where where the other countries prosecuted the the Nazis for I, I got you, for crimes but so I mean it's just like you just got to be careful about how. You argue why they shouldn't be punished based upon Indian law. That's all. That's all. Just, maybe it's, it's a, a question. Maybe it, this is since we're throwing out opinions. Uh, maybe it's a covert. It's covert operation to get but uh, a wrong. Christ, an American Christian male to go over and and raise the put the light on this island of of people who are from India, and and then for. There to be an a overreaction, maybe even Christian overreaction or an American overreaction, to go there, and then they ended up all dying, and then there's the Hindu nation of India and the America who comes and puts light on people who are living peace peacefully, and they end up getting wiped out off the face of the earth and. You know, it's it's why America needs to switch from, you know, the the powerful male Christian to the powerful Hindu uh, from India, the female powerful woman from the strong <laughs> Shiva powerful whatever. Like, it's it's that's just my that's just another just female. you know another movie you know another another movie going on there that maybe 20th Century Fox will put out. Yeah, Maybe. Go on. Well, it remains to be seen. I'm gonna, I got one more, just one last one, which I think kind of sums up. I think I don't know how any of us would disagree with this person. Oh, That's I'll find stupid. a way. Yes, the threat. Okay, nope. I was reading a headline. <laughs> this is Matthew Cook, 36, from Toronto, served from 2005 to 2009 as an evangelical missionary in Sindh, Pakistan. From where I stand now. It seems irresponsibly foolish, but from his point of view, John Chow's, a point of view I used to hold, the threat of disease was nothing compared to the reality of eternal perdition. My goal was to share the gospel with Muslims and to eventually plant churches of Muslim background believers. I believe that anyone who had not received Jesus Christ as their Savior was damned, and going to an unreached place like Sindh was simply the most logical and faithful thing I could do. So it sounds like Matthew Cook has changed, but he understands. And like from John Chow's logic, it makes perfect sense. You combine logic with a passion, just a zeal, a zest for life, a zest to see people get what you have, Man, you play that out. You get John Chow going, going to that place. When people say that God works all things, I know a lot of people that say that God works all things for good for those uh, who are called according to his purpose. Like I'm butchering it, but you guys get the deal. 
I know a lot of people who believe that, but they, they believe it differently. We are in the beginning stages of this. We don't know what the fruit of John doing this is going to trigger, be it good or bad. It, it could result in some interesting things that happen that, I mean, life is complicated. Good things happen. If you're good, good things happen. Bad things happen to good people. Good Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. What am I no, saying? I don't know what to believe. Exactly. Are we, are we, Edi- uh, edible uh, mushrooms we... grow uh, underneath <laughs> poop. <laughs> I had some earlier today. Uh, you tell? <laughs> no, it's, it's... Drunkard. You, in spite of ourselves... <laughs> There, there is a progression, and I don't know how that works. And when you zero in on little details on John Chow right now, it looks like it was a stupid move. From a worldly perspective, it was obviously a stupid move. The dude's dead. I'm just glad he didn't have a wife and kids. Supposedly he's dead. Well, okay. Thank you, Jeff. I love that. And we'll expect the report later. Oh, I'm going after all those people. We're going to get some truth out of this. The three of us... Our next podcast will be live on the Sentinel Island. <laughs> yes. After we talk yes. to... That's going to be fantastic. Chuck McKnight is coming up next next time on okay. Bros. Beer. So okay. after that one. All right. We'll get our Patreon we'll subscribers. Go. Yeah. Can, you get vacation time right after Christmas, right? Yeah. And Scott, can you take it like three, four days off? To go to the Sentinels? Yeah. Actually, I stopped accruing vacation. I probably should take it. Well, we'll take a special offering. Dude, I, let's let's see if we can get a plane ticket over there for cheap. Don't stop tithing to your church. <laughs> stop but tithing. We're going to bring the word no, to a community no, no. that so may not tithe. know the Lord at all. This is a special offering. I'm 52, I'm a gym teacher, gym teacher, I'm a gym teacher.